0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the eating, not that alone, kind of surrounded by people flitting around um, as I assemble a yogurt, a Greek yogurt with some Splenda dumped in it, hunched over a plastic bag on the street so no one can see me Splenda-ing, phone sort of just above the paper bag, plastic bag, sorry, uh, on the street... Show with your host. So sad today. Why am I eating alone on the street, um, or not that alone? Um, well, I was in Philly um, for my mother's birthday because you know I'm a good daughter. Doesn't matter. She doesn't have to be proud of me. She doesn't have to recognize any of my achievements. I'm, you know, I've have, I have ceased looking to be filled from the outside, I'm a full cup of juice, and I offer some of my juice to her, and even though she's like, what is this fucking juice, like, I don't understand how this juice uh, came out of my vagina, um, you know, it, it, it's fine, it's, you know, why can't your juice be, what, what what the fuck kind of juice is this, why can't you be orange just be orange juice, be orange, not even fresh squeeze, Just be orange juice, and things will be fine. What kind? What, what are you? This you're this weird. You're this blend of juices. Why? Why you gotta be a blend? So anyway, but I showed up. I was there for the for her birthday. Um, that was really fun. Um, and um, while there, whilst in Philadelphia, I recorded an episode. Straight out of Wawa. Crazy motherfucker named Tasty Cake. Did a Tasty Cake episode, Butterscotch Crimpets, bitch. Fucking love a butterscotch crimpet. If you haven't had a tasty cake, butterscotch crimp I mean look, there's that you know, Philly it's fine, you know, there's like some things to like about Philly, but the butterscotch crimpet is really I think like apex. You know? Like it's sort of I don't know. Um, if you go, I mean, you can get Tasty Cakes elsewhere. You could probably get them online. I don't know. They probably sell them at Target now because everything's the fucking same everywhere. But sense of place. If you're in Philly, definitely go to Wawa and hit up and get, get some Tasty Cakes. I like the Butterscotch Crimpets. Some people like the pies. Um, some people, oh my God, there's someone walking behind me and I can tell they're just like, who, like, cause I'm not just talking like as though I were talking to a person, you know, like on a Bluetooth like looking like I was talking like I'm definitely using like extra intonation so I know there's like someone behind me and I'm feeling judged I'm just gonna walk a little faster anyway so anyway I recorded my shit in Philadelphia was ready to have it posted for you late late Sunday night into the dawn of Monday morning so you'd have it on your Monday morning whatever you do commute or not wanting to get out of bed um, or not getting out of bed and I don't know. part of the file something happened I must I, I don't know what happened but so I only have like a chunk of it. So this episode you know I listen I can't be expected to hit record correctly on um, an app on the home page of my my cell phone. you know I'm not Steve Jobs okay I'm not even Steve Wozniak. Like keep your expectations in line here. So anyway, so I did. I managed to salvage about 15 minutes of that of that treasure. You know, of that really. God forbid we lose any. Uh, God forbid we lose any of this. This precious document of n- nothingness. Um, so I was able to salvage 15 minutes. Salvage 15 minutes. Um, So what you have is, okay, good, the person walking behind me, it was, they probably got fed up, they were just like, I can't, like, what is this bitch doing, hunched over with this, you know, who, like, who are she talking, it kind of looks like I'm talking to the yogurt, actually, which I sort of always am, feel like I'm always in life just kind of talking to a yogurt, you know, um, anyway, so, yeah, so this is going to be a sandwich, it's going to be like, me now, eating alone on the street in New York, I'm here for about a week, um, there might even... Maybe even the next episode will be recorded here. I don't really know. You know, I'm a... Look, I can't think... We gotta just live in the yogurty moment. moment. Um, you know, I'm here. And that's what it is. But, so anyway, I... I'm so tired. I just, like... I'm, like, traipsing around New York right now at 6.30 in the morning. Because my husband snored me out of bed. Um... And I don't really know what I'm doing. Um, I was going to get some coffee. I walked over the Brooklyn Bridge and I passed this coffee shop in Tribeca called The Hungry Ghost. And I was like, you know what? Like, don't try to be cute. You know what a hungry ghost is. It's like the Buddhist, you know, like the the soul within. Well, it's not the soul within. It's like, the you know, the vapid hole. The hole. The hole that... Maybe it's not vapid, but it's it's empty. It's a hole that is seeking, desiring, and what we put in it. We're putting in it. Maybe actually that is a good name for a coffee shop because hungry goes. You know, like that's coffee is definitely one of the things I pour in my hole. But um, I don't know. I just the font that it was in. Everything's the same now. You know, like sometimes when I come back to New York every few months, I'm like I, I'm like oh I miss it. You know, I miss it. But then I, like, I'm like, oh, okay. Like, sweet green, sweet green, sweet green, sweet green. Like, I'm like, it's everything's the same everywhere. You know, like, there's not... It's all the same. We're all the same assholes everywhere. You know, everything is just, like, a big, like... Everything's just, like, a person taking a picture of, like, something with, like, sprinkles on it. And posting it on Instagram. To, like, their, like, you know, 343 followers. And, like, hoping... The crush sees their story. I feel like I need a fucking crush just to have fun using Instagram. I mean, really, like, like if you don't have a crush and you're not like waiting, like, oh my god, like, did she look? Like, really, what's the point of posting a story? Like, I, you know, it's like, like no, like, do I mean? It's just I don't get it. But like, at least with the did they look? It's like you know, there's a raison d'être. So I feel like I need to sort of like fuck up my life give myself a little jolt of, get myself into a cycle of longing and p- pining for someone who only exists as an avatar. Um, it it's also always good. You know, it's always good. It's not good for my depression to have a crush. It's like, you know, cause the, what comes up must, you know, what comes crush must come down. But, um, but at least it's a, a sort of distract, you know, it's, it's another thing that I put within my hungry ghost. Um, but anyway, so I didn't go to the fucking hunger. I was like, you know what the hungry goes? Like, just shut up. All right. Like, just go away. So anyway, so I, then I stopped at a nice, a nice organic-y bodega. My favorite, my favorite thing. A bodega that just has a touch of, that has little fresh foods, you know, it has a sandwich bar. They're not afraid to take a risk on something that has a shelf life. Um, I mean, it's my favorite restaurant in the world aside from Wawa, the gas station and 7-Eleven. So, and I got this yogurt and I'm hunched. I've eaten so many, you know, in the in the 10 years that I lived in New York, I mean, I don't know, thousands of Greek yogurts with Splenda while walking down the street on the phone, usually checking Twitter. Thousands. Um So it's, you know, it feels very natural. Um, But, you know, it's like, and I do, I feel very at home in New York. I feel very just like, I don't know, it just, what I'm doing right now, like, is I think in a lot of ways my natural state. Oops, someone's behind me again. Hold on. Um, What I'm doing right now is very much my natural state. People are always like, oh, you, but you like seem so L.A., you took to L.A. so well. And I'm like, that may be True. You know, I've got a cali I had a Cal- California lust. Um, you know, I was on a tumbler when I when I lived in New York that was like a 14-year-old who was like obsessed with beaches and palm trees, and I would just like retumble everything on her tumble because I thought it was so cool. Um, you know, I've I've had that California the California dream. I didn't wanna I didn't wanna leave New York, I didn't wanna move. Um, but you know, even the New York I left, it's not like Patty Smith and Robert Maplethorpe were about to like jump out from around the corner. Like, you know. The Carrie and Miranda were were had already been on the wall. They had already come and went. They had already magnoliated out, you know, the misfits had already whatever done their fucking bullshit. You know, it was like when did I leave? 2013. It was like when I right before I left. Um, right before I left, when I was still um, when my marriage was still open, I did like a walking makeout tour of New York. Um, just you know, just one of my like crazy. I, I just you know walked around with this cute person and we like kissed in different places in New York. Um We just kissed. I mean, it wasn't because it was New York. It was just like I don't know. We just like made out in different places. And um, there was, I did find like one part, like all the way at the tip of the island that I had never been to. Um, but other than that, it's kind of like I don't know. You know, ev- everything feels pretty traversed. You know, it's all sort of a Chase bank everywhere. And maybe I say this because I do, I do miss it. You know, maybe this is my way of self-soothing, but I don't, I don't really think so. You know, it's all sort of a big, sweet, green, holy, hungry ghost, whatever. You know, it's all—it's all sort of a big tornado of the corporates, the corporate state. I mean, and it's fine. Look, listen. I mean, I—I I must love the corporate state. You know. Um, I think I do. I think I do love the corporate state. Um, you know, I, I I pay my. You know, I talk shit about it. You know, the homo the homogeny. I like to I like to talk shit about the corporate state in terms of I guess the aesthetic homogeny or like some sort of paranoiac feeling of doom. Um, you know, I I pay my I do, I do my part. I say my thing. I voted for Bernie Sanders. You know, I I do my shit. But it's like, I mean forgetting even like my, my comfort with Taco Bell, there is, it's both, there's something both sad and also very safe about sort of the corporate state, you know, at least sort of food elements of it being sort of like wherever you go, you know, it's like, it feels, I don't know, it's, it's, it's sad and, and boring um, but it's also, oh, it's like a, you're like, I mean, Starbucks, it's just, you know, I went into Starbucks when I was in Philadelphia and you know, like the, the Elephant's Gerald came on or whatever the jazz was. And I was just like, okay, like I was just, ta- I was like, just take me corporate state, you know, like I'm already, you're really, there's no way out. It's not like, you know, there's no, I couldn't. You know, I can like, what are people doing now? Boycotting Facebook. I mean, which is fine. Facebook's a shithole. Boycott Facebook, great. But it's like they're still on Instagram, you know? Or it's like whatever. Like it's like it's very hard to extricate oneself. It's like a it's like a goldfish like trying to like live not like it's like it, the water is the corporate state. You know what I'm saying? It's it's like we're in it. Like we're in the bowl. Um, and it's like, no, you know. And then, like, they're like, no, I'm not going to, like... The goldfish is like, no, like, I'm not going to, like, eat that... Pe- like, I'm not going to eat the food off of, like, that piece of gravel. You know what but, but it's like honey. Like, the It's in... The whole bowl. The whole bowl has logos on it. And, you know, one of the logos is Starbucks and Chase Bank. But, you know, I guess that is also part of why I love the bodegas and and the delis they still a lot you know because whatever i mean everyone i think it was like eb white or somebody was like you know you if you like back in the day i don't know if it was eb white i don't even know if eb white lived there somebody some like writer some one of those writer folk um said something about like you know you like you leave new york and then you come back and it's like a different new or what i don't fucking know you know um i don't know what they said i don't know what was said um but you know a lot changes like in any city and you're like, oh my God, they closed, blah, blah, blah. And like the thing that you're like, oh my God, they closed. Somebody was like crying when it opened because it like replaced their shit, you know, and back and back and back. But I do feel like a lot of quote unquote my New York, um, you know, has like over time, it's been six years, um, you know, and, and, and things shift a lot in the city. And so I do feel like I've seen, I see changes even since when I lived here, which, you know, as I said, it was not like, you know, it was not like Iggy Pop was, like, ro- roaming the store, like, whatever. Like, it's not like Sid and Nancy were, like, out prowling, you know? Like, it was, like, tw- you know, it was, it was 2005 to, two- no, 2003 to 2013. Like, I mean, you know, the, the damage had already been done. You know, the Miranda had been carried. The Rachel had been rossed. And it had all been sort of, it was all over, you know, it was all, it, I think it, we didn't start the fire, but my point is, you know, my little ideas of New York, of like the kind of bullshit New York, you know, the bullshit that New York, that was mine, you know, a lot of, a lot of shit's already like gone from that. And so I don't know, like the bodegas and, and the delis still feel like sort of a, Especially the ones that, like, I, I would frequent that are still here feel like, a, you know, like a last sort of a bastion. Like, a, they feel like, that's my that's my deli. You know, that's my New York. Um, and so, I don't know. I'm hoping that this has been, has recorded, because I'm not doing it again. Like, if this doesn't record, there's not going to be an episode. That's basically the story, folks. Um... And okay, so anyway, so this is the sandwich. This is the yogurt portion. Um, I think that it's about to get more boring. I think this was boring. This was not really a fun. I mean, is it ever fun? I don't know. But so um, yeah, it's gonna get worse, like most things. Um, and then um, so yeah, so there's like there there's gonna be some stuff now from Philly. And then I think I'll close it out at the end. I'm going to sandwich it with a little more New York street. So that's something to look forward to. Okay. So I think I'm going to have some good news for you all soon. Um, Or at least good, you know, for those of you who are rooting for me and this novel journey I've been on. Um, Yeah, I mean, I... I'm really glad that I went with my intuition and, um, you know, after two years of editing and two years of writing and editing both novels and then another year of being in the weeds with one and then deciding, actually, it's the other one that should, that I should work on and that should be the one. Um, yeah, I just feel... Um, I'm glad that I went with my like creative intuition, you know, and pulled the plug, even though if you had told me, um, you know, six months ago that actually all the work that I had just done on this other novel, um, you know, it was going to go into a drawer for a while. Um, and that I was going to be editing the other one. Um, I would have been like, I can't, I can't go on. I can't go on. Um, because it had been a lot of work and then there was a lot more fucking work. Um, so all in all, a lot of work, but I do feel like I had to kind of, I don't know, you know, the, in hindsight, I'm always like, oh yes, the path had to be what it was. And like, you know, we have to trust, trust the process, but like, I never fucking trust the, like, I think I'm, I have to like white knuckle the process or like strong arm the process and like. You know, it's me and my doom. Um, And it's... I feel this way about the Pisces, too. Really about, like, all... And the So Sad Today book. Poetry books are a little different because all the poems get written, um, you know, at different times. But it's like if you had told me, like, when I was setting out on the journey of each one, like, how much would be involved, how many times I'd be going back over it, you know, I would just be like, I can't. Like, it's only... You know, it is it it's a mountain. Um but yeah, so um I am glad though that I trusted my intuition. Um and like the intuition is such a weird thing because like I don't feel like I'm always very good at listening to my intuition. I feel like that I've suppressed a lot of my intuition in the way that I have suppressed Um, like that I can suppress my hunger. Like it's hard for me to say, well, this is hunger or this is just me wanting like to put something in me to fill the void. Like I have a hard time. I, cause I think I was always scared of my hunger, you know, like I was scared that it was bottomless. So I learned to suppress it, but then hunger becomes about something else, you know, it's like, or maybe hunger was always about more than my hunger. Um, you know, it was always about more than, than the actual hunger. And so maybe that's why it felt bottomless to me. Cause it was like addressing, you know, feelings too. Um, and so I sort of, I learned to like how to do everything I could to like ignore that. And I feel like my intuition is the same way. Like my intuition scared me. Um, and like, I just, I didn't, I didn't know that I could trust myself. Um, and I also think like with intuition too, it's like, you know, there's like the, you know, there's a whole chorus of voices inside and there's like loud voices and there's quiet voices. And I do think that the quiet Voice is probably the one of my intuition Like it's definitely not The voice that's like loud and neurotic And is like you're fucked Is like probably never ever a good voice to listen to I mean I guess unless you're like in in an emergency situation For me though But like usually I'm not in an actual emergency situation When that voice gets kicked up In fact when I am in an emergency situation There's often a very calm voice You know like that's I've said it before that like emergency situations I actually feel like I'm I can thrive in because it's like the world is sort of rising to the world is now like at the level of anxiety I feel every day whereas when shit is like calm around me that for me can sometimes feel like an emergency like something is wrong you know patience like having patience and it, it's just I'm not go- I'm not a very patient person that is one thing I have realized I'm I'm not a very patient person. Um, I don't do well with boredom. Um, Maybe it's in part because of having an active imagination. So I like write a story for what's happening and it's usually a uh, not a very happy story. Um, But, but so with intuition though, like I did have this feeling about this book and even though it was like a lot further from where I thought it you know, when I showed them both to my agent, um, in like, you know, after a couple of drafts of each and we had decided to go with the other one, that one was closer to where we thought it needed to be. But then it was only through, I guess, where sort of, I, I don't know, like I needed time, you know, I didn't come up, I didn't come up with, I know I'm being vague, you'll find out about what it's about soon, but I didn't really come up with the idea that integrated this whole the book I ended up going with until like I had been through all the fucking edits of the other one, you know? Um, so if you had told me that like when I was in the depths of the edits, when I was in the weeds of the, of the other book that like, it would all be for sort of not, you know, I mean not totally for not, but cause the, you know, cause now I'm just very like hindsight-y, trust the, trust the process, man. But like, you know, if you had told me that then I would have been like, I'm going to die. Like I can't, like I can't, you know. Um, but now I feel like I'm like, oh, okay, all that. Like I had to write this 300-page novel and edit it like ten times or more, so that I could then like realize that that actually it was the other novel that I needed to write. And you know, we'll see. I mean, this this other one, the one that that is now drawed temporarily. It may it may come back because there's some there's some elements of it that I really love, um, but I think it, it it's gonna need something. So we'll see we'll see. You know, um, it's very easy for me to have patience now that I'm on like the threshold of that you know that I have like I feel like good news, you know that like I, that I feel like everything's gonna be okay. It's so easy, you know, it's so easy to be okay with shit and have faith in reverse. Um, you know and i'm sure the doom feeling will will probably settle back in shortly cuz then there's the other shoe dropping fear but um and also the thing is is like it's it's funny the first thing i felt when i when i got some of this good news was not i wouldn't say necessarily joy but it was more relief like and the relief felt better than anything like after the relief like i didn't really spend very long in joy um i sort of went from relief to, I don't know, obsessing about other shit. But I'm, I'm trying to stay in the joy. I guess joy is, like, really scary. Because I'm, s- like, relief uh, feels safer. Um, it's, like, because you're coming from a place of doom. Whereas, like, joy, especially joy that's, like, contingent on something. I don't know. Like, it feels very, I guess unsafe to me, or also very vague, like, I don't know how to sort of wrap my mind around it, and, but it really is also, it's it's about that fear of the other shoe-dropping, you know, I think there's also, like, the, there's a shame, there's a guilt, there's an imposter syndrome, for sure, um, and the imposter syndrome must be, like, also a self-protective thing, you know, it's like, um, it's like, well, okay, at least then when they find out I'm not good enough and I'm not as good as they think they are, like I'll have already known is part of it. Um, so it's all about this like protection, you know, protection and fear and protection from fear um, and protect, trying to protect myself from from disappointment. And like, you know, just something that I think an agreement I made with myself when I was very young, but which, and not even like a, you know, not even like an explicit agreement, but an agreement, which was, um, you know, when when I felt certain levels of despair um, with depression as a really young person, and didn't know what it was. Um, And sometimes it felt to be based on, I mean, also often it was triggered by like external rejections or not feeling like enough. And, you know, in, in the eyes of the, the groups I was in, maybe not being enough, according to them, you know, like there's all that, like, um, you know, there is a lot of, of rejection and, and aesthetic rejection and, um, superficial rejection and people not, you know, all that stuff that sometimes triggered the depression. And then sometimes it was just like, emptiness. I really think I made some kind of agreement with myself that I would like try to protect myself from that disappointment, from the vulnerability of disappointment, um, by not putting myself, like I'll put myself in positions where I could be disappointed. You know, I'm not averse to taking risks or like, I don't know that like you can be a writer and artist and have your work out there and, and, um, be totally averse to being seen I mean I definitely have like a desire to to be seen and to connect on that level but it's like but inside I'm I'm I I would I will prepare myself like you must assume the worst so that like you have sort of the monopoly on the worst view of yourself so that it will not surprise you You will not be surprised or disappointed. You know, you will not have the vulnerability of the surprise or disappointment of rejection. Now, all this stuff is impossible. There's no way to go through life without being rejected in a way that you didn't expect or for bad things to happen that you weren't prepared for Um, or to, you know, like, I mean, there's just there's the unexpected, you know, so I think a lot of it is about attempting to control Like to control, like an attempt to control. I don't know about the external environment, but to control certain elements maybe of my internal environment. Because what I'm most really afraid of is the feelings. Like it's not so much what happens on the outside. What I'm most really afraid of is how I'm going to feel about what happens on the outside. So I'm kind of like, okay, if I can like steal myself. For the inevitable sh- drop of the shoe, the inevitable doom, the inevitable rejection, then, like, maybe I won't be as overwhelmed by my feelings, you know? Like, I'm prote- I'm trying to protect myself from from that hurt. Um, but, you know, it's like a lot of these childhood coping mechanisms, it's like they don't serve us anymore. But I'm just like, well, what else? Like, I, I don't know. Like, well, so what's the next step, you know? Like, what do you... Um, what's the next like they may not serve us but sometimes we don't know what better you know we don't know what to like implement instead it can feel so scary and it's also weird too because it's all games we're playing with ourselves, right like it's all just like all this is I mean nobody on the surface to to, I mean well okay it's different because I I do like talk about all this stuff ad nauseum but you know for the most part though like if I was just like Walking around or going into like a you know a meeting or whatever. I mean, I, I to some degree I'll wear some of my I don't know like insecurities and sort of the ways like my whole separate self-deprecation um, that is also like a way to kind of be like no no like I see it before you do you know um, and it's also I think about like the shame of of not wanting to like be too big or whatever, or appear too big. But like, but in general, like, you know, these are all games I'm playing with myself. Like nobody really, we don't really have control over what people are thinking. Nobody really knows what's going on. And a lot of times I was just talking about bullies with somebody the other day. Um, and we were talking about cause how I have like the whole catalog of like every, you know, like every like teen hurt, you know, like uh, that I'm still not over. And they were someone who had had a very big mouth when they were a teen. I have a very big mouth, but I usually, I didn't usually use it like on other people. You know, like I wasn't a big maker funner of her. But this person was like a very big, like they just their 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 comedy. They they made fun of a lot of people. You know, and they're like, I honestly don't even remember like who. Like, I know I made fun of a lot of people in high school, but, like, I barely remember. It. And I'm like, those people, I'm like, the, the saddest part of all of this is that those people remember, like, every fucking word. I wasn't trying to make them feel bad. You know, it was fine. I love this person. And I actually think they are they have a kindly heart and are a kind person in general. Um, but, but I was like, those people, like, you probably played a much bigger role in... You, like, you probably imprinted on their psyche and, like, you have no idea. And the same with my, like, bullies, right? Like, I'm the one on Facebook, like, r- like doing, like, you know, being like, who is this bitch? Like, what's she doing now? They, like, probably don't even remember my name. You know? It was just, it was so minor. Um, so, it's interesting, like, what we carry with us. Um, okay, now I'm actually back in the apartment. Um, where I'm staying, I just had a a Rome apple, I fucking love a Rome apple, they really don't have them in California, they only have them in New York, Rome apples are supposed to, I'm going into the bathroom, so my husband doesn't have to hear me recording this, Um, and the embarrassment that it is, Um, they don't have Rome apples, they don't do them in California, and they're supposed to be baking apples, like, you know, most people don't like to eat them, but I'm different, I like to be different. No, I mean, I don't know. I kind of like a mushy apple. I know that's really fucked up. But I just, so anyway, so I had a, I just had a Rome apple and a um, hazelnut chocolate quest bar. And um, I'm going to take a shower and then, or a bath rather. um, And then I am going to have finished, I'm going to cap off the night with some, Halo top and pretzels. Um I've got the oatmeal flavor halo top, oatmeal cookie, and I've got the vanilla um flavored. Or not vanilla, sorry. Birthday cake. Um anyway, you can hear the toilet tank running. This is a very intimate experience. I'm not peeing though. Um I'm just I'm in the bathroom and the, the tanky. Let me let me jiggle the handle. Anyway, that's my exciting life. Um, Join us next time. And um, I don't know. What am I wishing you? Wishing you um, the ability to talk to yourself with nobody following you down the street. And I will see you on the flip side. Bye-bye.